Hey guys, uh, welcome. Uh, before we get started, really quick, I wanted to talk about draft. We had an awesome time last week. Uh, I think between myself, Armando, and Brito, I think we probably did over 20 drafts on the draft app. If you guys haven't done it yet, either go to playdraft.com or download it on your smartphone. Use promo code EATSLEEPFANTASY. Basically, if you haven't heard of it or if you haven't been listening to us last few episodes, um, it's just like traditional DFS, except you do a snake draft, and the draft is over in just a couple minutes. It's really fun. Anywhere from like a three-person draft up to a ten-person, I think. It was really fun. I lost a shitload of money. And, uh, it's really fun to lose money. Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Armando did pretty well. I think Christian did okay. Um, our, our, a couple of our listeners did really well. So I think I just had too much stock in JHI and CJ Anderson last week, which sucked for me. But um, again, go to draft, uh, playdraft.com. Don't forget to sign in, get your free entry. I think it's a $3 entry if you sign in using promo code Eat Sleep Fantasy. And uh, once you do that, follow us, ESF Dale or ESF Brito, ESF Armando. If you follow us, uh, we'll invite you to the games that we start. And we're when it gets closer to the week, we start doing them. And uh, I start wasting money, like $1 or $3 leagues usually. So check it out if you guys get a chance. Thanks. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Dale. With me is Armando Crespo. What's up, man? What's up, Dale? How are you doing today? I am doing horrible. <laughs> uh, Dale doesn't like me doing my rankings while we're talking about fantasy football, apparently. No, what I don't like is you clicking on your stupid laptop so everybody can hear you clicking. Can We've s- had to redo this intro four times because... You guys, I'm serious. I, I'm, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. If, you. if you click one more time... I was going to ask the listeners to tweet us if they heard the click. you got to talk in the microphone Why first. Why are you touching me? I'm not touching yeah, me. I want, I want the police to know that he is busily <laughs> harassing me right now. Okay. I'm sorry if you don't hear him. Look, you could see the little wave bars. Look how mine look and look how yours look and there's a reason for that because you're not you're, talking because you're attacking mind. me and i'm scared of you <laughs> all right guys uh we have a good episode for you today um i'm fired up i feel like i'm gonna punch armando in the face by the way it is his birthday happy birthday to thunder crespo um that's where you say thank you thanks Dale. yeah you're welcome uh we ate some cake ate some indian food today uh, so, yeah, we're excited. Uh, I'm excited, at least. I think Armando is just laid back and doesn't really care today. But we are going to get to a lot of stuff. We're going to get to some of our rankings. Uh, we're going to do some buy low, sell high on some guys that uh, we either really like or we don't. Um, a couple of my favorite guys are on this list this week because of underperforming in week three. <laughs> All season. Yeah. Uh, okay. Brandon Marshall. Uh, CJ Anderson. Um, also, we are going to go over some targets and touches, just give you guys our thoughts and some guys who have had uh, maybe a little ups and downs so far through these first three weeks and what to expect this season. And, uh, and yeah, so, Armando, uh, we missed Monday's pod and Tuesday's pod, and now this is Wednesday, so we're happy. Unfortunately, we didn't do a recap, but people, I don't think people even want to recap at this point. Like, 
you watch football and you know. For those of you that had to resort to listening to other podcasts, I'm sorry. Um, we really do try to we really try to do this five days a week. Um, but but sometimes Brito falls asleep. Yeah, yeah. Last time we were going to record, Brito fell asleep, and then he texted me again at 2 a.m. and told me he's sorry. Uh, today I'm giving him the day off. It's me and Armando. Armando's going to have a couple days off, so if you don't want to listen to him, uh, tune into the next few episodes. We are doing a Friday. I'm not sure what we're going to call it yet, but it's definitely a free bonus show. Friday fun day? Yeah, fun day. Friday. Fun day Friday. Fun day Friday. Uh, yeah, fun day Friday. We will put all our information on eatsleepfantasy.com, what numbers to call in, how to listen to it live. It was really fun. We've been doing it every Friday for a couple weeks now, and it's getting okay response. Uh, the, the quality isn't great um, if you're listening to it live, but... It's uh, I think it's fun, and uh, we go a little bit off the topic. We don't always, um, you know, stick to fantasy on the Friday bonus show. But again, it's free, so what do you expect? Uh, last week we went off a tangent on the Kardashians. Um, what else do we talk about? Um, a lot of stupid Movies, stuff. Movies, TV oh, yeah, shows. Yeah, TV shows. So it's a little bit of everything. I think we went for an hour and forty-five minutes last uh, last Friday. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, then uh, you can listen to it. Just go to eatsleepfantasy.com, and you can see all the the schedule and where it's coming from, uh, schedule and what numbers to call in and all that stuff. You don't even have to listen if you want to call in. Just know that it starts. It'll start at nine p.m. and then you uh, and you just call in anytime after nine. Um, so let's jump right into news. Sure. This- uh, well, before we do that, I want to make sure everybody knows that they can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and even Anchor. Uh, if you guys haven't heard us on Anchor yet. We try to put out some little snippets in between podcasts. We haven't done it, but we're really going to get on it better. But uh, if you just have it, follow us, Eat Sleep Fantasy. I think we're on Anchor. Our name is Fantasy Football on Anchor, which is pretty cool. And so uh, check that out. It's an app. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like the Twitter, but for audio. So anyway, I don't know if they want to be recognized as that, but that's how I look at it. Um, what are, what's some news, and we'll react and then get into get into the show. Well, just want to let everyone know that we do get all our news from PlayerLine, and I do love this app. Yeah, no play. You can actually follow players. Yeah, exactly. PlayerLine is basically takes aggregates all the different news sources and puts it in one app. So, uh, and you get it really quick too. You get notifications, so it's worth downloading. Yeah. So I'll just jump right into it. Okay, the first yeah. guy I want to talk about is Rob Kelly. Dale, stop touching me. You got talking to the. I'm microphone. talking right into the mic. Robert Kelly is still the lead dog when healthy, Dale. Um, what do, you, do you believe that at all with Chris Thompson's performance past couple weeks? Uh, yes, I'm not worried about Chris Thompson. I think we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, too. Um, I'm not worried at all about Chris Thompson. I think his he is great when he's on the field. His touchdown rate is ridiculous, but it's not, it's not sustainable, and everybody has to understand that. Um, Chris Thompson is a f- maybe a flex play, but again, this is a big boom guy. I mean, uh, a boomer bust guy you know you can have a 60 yard touchdown or he could have 16 yards rushing we don't know but i mean history shows when he's in it's ridiculous how how good he is um so what was your question i was just worried about robert kelly and see chris thompson is you know is he going to be efficient when he gets back i mean they're saying he's still a lead dog but chris thompson's been sensational so yeah i guess that's no. my question now chris thompson is going to be get limited snaps um that's all he really needs Dale, I'm talking right into the mic. Maybe just put my volume up. Look, I'm talking right into the mic. Yeah, see? Okay, I'm, that, that's better now. Yeah, I'm yelling. No, you just talk normal. I'm talking normal. Okay, that's good. See, that's much better. Look at you now. I, look, you told me not to talk to the mic like this because I sound no, bad. You can't. No, no, you can. 
You can't look. You can tell when you're talking. Look how low okay. it is. Okay, look. You told me don't talking to the mic like this. No, look, my, I'm literally touch, touching the lips with the microphone. Okay, that's fine. That's better, I think. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We're. I'm trying to teach Armando. We get complaints pretty much every episode about Armando and the microphone. So I'm just trying to teach him. It's not me. It's the listeners. The listeners demand better quality. It's not me. Trust me. Just, to, just it, delete this. If it, if it was me, if it was look, me. Look, I'm, I'm really talking right in the microphone. I know. Look, and it's perfect. Look okay. at that. All right. They're going to be like, why does he sound so roughly? Roughly? All right. Uh, well, don't put, don't, you can't rub it against your chin. I, you ju- I just told you I was doing that, and you said, please do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just said I was doing that. Said, just don't rub, look, can you get it close, but without rubbing it on your beard? <sighs> okay. Melvin Gordon is fine. He did leave. Last week, but they're saying he's perfectly fine. He was ready to play this week. Do you believe that? And what about Brandon Oliver? Uh, I'm not. I'm not worried about Melvin Gordon. He's fine. If we get if we get more news that he's going to be out, if he's not, he's still going to play 85 plus percent of the snaps for that team. So he's fine. Jesus, I'm all off my game right now with the news, Dale. <laughs> just forget. Let's just move on to the other stuff. Okay. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Okay. Forget the news. Just cut the whole thing about the news out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Let's just get right into some buy low guys. Armando, I'm going to talk about some guys. You tell me if you agree or disagree, and I'll be happy to debate when, if if or when I'm wrong. A couple of the sell high guys that I, I'm really trying to sell on every fantasy team. One guy's Jordan Howard. I was really high on him to begin the season. I really talked him up. Last week, he had 26 fantasy points. It kind of re uh i don't know refreshed himself re you know just got back in the game last week two touchdowns 26 fantasy points last week i don't expect that every week uh i'm not scared it's not because i'm scared of cohen i'm really scared of that chicago offense i was saying earlier that i'm not betting on the chicago passing game and uh last week they had one reception to a wide receiver one reception total the quarterback Threw to the receiver. The receiver caught it one time. And that was, of course, my guy, Deontay Thompson. That's right. Um, but that doesn't really mean anything. I'm selling high on Howard. Uh, what are you selling him for? Like, what, what, what is sell high? What are you asking for with Howard? Last week, he performed as a solid running back one. And I think it refreshed everybody memory of last year how he was a running back one i think he broke out week four week uh week four i believe last year 2015 so what would you get what do you think is a fair offer like one for one not wide receiver i mean wide receiver or running back what's a one for one trade i um, think is i'll sell so him, high i'll sell i'll sell him for a solid running back too like who like marshawn lynch or is that too low i think that's a little too low ty montgomery i'll sell him for ty montgomery quick Okay. What about why DeAndre Hopkins? Uh, I'd take DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, if if that was my team need, uh, you're you're selling Howard, which was a you know uh, early round pick, one round one or two. So if you're selling him, you got to have somebody you know in replace. If you're you might be hurting that running back, but if you got Cream Hunt really late and you're looking good, or you have Tree Cohen. Um, like I said, I'm I'm not picking Cohen over Howard here. Right, but if you have the RB depth and you have Tariq Cohen on your bench, yeah, I'll trade Howard. I, I think start... How, Howard for the rest of the season is an RB2. Cohen yes. is a flex play on good matchups. Do you agree? I think they're both flex plays with a good matchup. Well, oh, I think they're both flex plays. Howard maybe an RB2 on good matchups. Okay, fair enough. I, I think we're kind of on the same page there. Either way, I suggest selling Jordan Howard. 
that the offensive line is actually decent. And we talked about that in the preseason that they did make some upgrades to their uh, offensive line. The quarterback play is horrendous, just not there. And uh, the passing game isn't there. So really they have to rely on Howard. And I just don't think he's going to do what he did last week. So sell high if you can. Send in some trades after you talk about us here. And uh, after you hear us talk about. Rate these three for me. Because I think they're kind of interesting. Lamar Miller, Howard, C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson, no doubt, number one. Um, I'd say Howard and Miller, but it's close. It's close for me. I would probably do the same. Look, Lamar Miller is playing at his floor right now. 50 to 60 yards a game, no touchdowns. That's Miller's floor. Can he get a touchdown? Yes. He hasn't had a lot of opportunity, especially in the red zone. I don't think he's had any goal line opportunities at all, Um, but it'll come. And so I think that this 50, 60 yards a game is very, very standard for Lamar, Lamar Miller. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about Lamar Miller. I think he's a buy low as well though, but with Deontay Thompson, not Deontay Thompson, Foreman (laughs) getting all the work, getting so much work as he is, it it makes me a little nervous about Miller, but yeah, I I guess he's not really on the block right now. So we could talk about the next guy. Sure. Uh, another sell high guy. And I was kind of reluctant to put this on the list. Armando really thinks he is. I think he's solid. Number one fantasy running back, uh, wide receiver right now, Stephon Diggs. Last week he had 173 yards and two touchdowns with Case Keenum throwing in the ball. I think Sam Bradford's better than Case Keenum. I don't think Diggs is – yes. Is he going to get 173 yards and two touchdowns every game? No. So in that – in that's I guess in this category, yes, he's a sell high. Is, is he the number one wide receiver in the NFL this year? Yes or no? No. So he's a sell high. By definition, yes. I, okay, okay. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, I get it. Um, would you, I mean, I guess you would trade Diggs for any of those elite wide receivers, right? In I mean, a heartbeat. It's a no-brainer. In a yeah. heartbeat, even a wide receiver, too. I would have rather have Keen Allen the rest of the way over Diggs. Yes or no? It's uh, Man, that's tough. Diggs is so good. Devontae Parker or Diggs? Diggs is easy. That's I'd say easy. Parker. With the way Jay Cutler is playing? It's one game. Devontae Parker is going to be elite talent this year. Maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to make fun of you for it. I, I get it. I think I just – Diggs does this every year, I feel like, for t- two years straight. He's been good for two weeks or three weeks, and then bye-bye. All right. I'm scared of your hands. No, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not going to hit you. My anger issues are over. I let it out. Right. Um, I mean, Diggs for any of the elite wide receivers is a no-brainer to me. Wide receiver two category, it starts to get – I think Diggs can finish a top 12 wide receiver. I think this is an interesting one. Des Bryant or Diggs? Diggs. I kind of agree. I don't think Des Bryant's elite anymore. I know it's a conversation actually happening in the fall right now. Sure. I don't think he's elite. I'd rather have Diggs. Sure. Uh, all right, let's move on. We we already talked about Chris Thompson, actually, and he is a sell high. We both agree on that. He's he's very talented. He's a great flex play. 150 yards and a, and a touchdown and 38 yards rushing is still really good, and he yeah. did that last week. Yeah. So I feel like he can keep this going to an extent. It's just unsustainable, though. Yeah. I would see more like 70 yards and 40 yards more, maybe a touchdown here and there, but two weeks in a row with being this elite, the number three running back in the NFL right now, he's so high no matter how you look at it. I yeah. mean, what you get for him, when we had a trade go for, what is it, Demarius Thomas for Garrett Blunt, and Chris Thompson. Yeah. I think that's fair value for Chris Thompson. I think that's about, he's like an RB2 slash flex. Flex at best, I think. I mean, just because he's a, such a boomer bust. He's been boom, boom, though. 
Yeah, more boom this year than bust. On very limited. Limited. I do do think... I'm not going to talk about the ESF curse. I shouldn't talk about the ESF curse. (laughs) Never mind. Chris Thompson, by the way, is our best friend. We interviewed him. Uh, He's the only guy that agreed to interview us, and the other guys that did not are not doing good this year. Jeremy Hill. Shandrick West. Kendrick West. Yeah. David Johnson. And... Justin, Justin Forsett. Well, Justin Forsett's not playing. But well, maybe he's not playing. Maybe he wanted to make a comeback and he couldn't because he didn't talk to us. And his business went bankrupt. So <laughs> let's just put that, just throw it out there. Go, go Chris Thompson. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about some wide receivers here. Larry Fitzgerald is one of the best wide receivers of all time. That's no question. Is he still elite? Is he still a wide receiver one? I don't think so. Last week he had 149 yards. 15, 13 receptions on 15 targets with one touchdown. That's uh, that's that's something that at least like get your attention, right? Right. But that was the most since 2014 of Week 8. But who else are they going to throw to? Yeah. I mean, when Carson Palmer plays well. He's elite. Carson Jones elite, not Yeah, okay. <laughs> when Carson Palmer plays well, Larry Fitzgerald has elite numbers for sure. Fitzgerald or Diggs? <laughs> Takes. Fitzgerald or Des? Wow, you're hesitating. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't expect you to hesitate on that just one. Just because I like Carson Palmer. I think if if Carson Palmer can throw 250 yards and two touchdowns a game, that I think 100 and a touchdown will go to Fitz. Tate or Des? Golden Tate. Yeah, me too. I think so. Yeah, I think people will hate us for saying that, though. Maybe I don't think that's a popular thing. Maybe we're not we're not popular though. So no, no. <laughs> only number one on iTunes. <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> actually, maybe number three. <laughs> yeah, we haven't put a podcast out in like a week. Yeah, it's not helping us. <laughs> we just slid all the way down the rankings. All right, uh, Sterling Shepard is an interesting guy. Last week he had one huge play for seventy yards, but beyond that, he still had one hundred thirty-three total yards and a touchdown. Uh, seven receptions out of ten targets. I love seeing that target share. Bra- Brandon Marshall has quietly slid to wide receiver three, which makes me really sad. It's not quiet, Dale. It's been really loud and funny <laughs> to watch. <laughs> he thought he was going to be. Everyone thought he was going to be great. Uh, well, not everybody. But I had a lot of pushback from my Marshall prediction of eight to ten touchdowns, which he's not going to get. I'm just going to go ahead and say I lost that. And that's one thing about our podcast: we will suck our own dick. All every podcast, every episode, if we wanted to, or if we could, right? And we do. We say when we're right. But the thing I want to point out is we will gladly say when we're wrong. We're not going to just put up uh, pictures of our leagues and saying how much we got right. We're also going to tell you who we got wrong. I was wrong about Chris Thompson. Huh? I was wrong about Chris Thompson. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we're we're wrong a lot, and that's a cool thing about fantasy football. Hopefully, we're right more than we're wrong, and that's what we strive to do. Um, but, anyways. Sterling Shepard, I think, is a sell high right now. He played a really good game. I don't believe in Sterling Shepard. He is more involved than I thought he was going to be. But I don't think he's a 103 yards and a touchdown type guy. He's more of like 50 yards and maybe a touchdown type guy. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly. I, you hit it on the head. I'm, I was going to say the same thing. He's solid 50 yards a game and may or may not get a touchdown. Yeah. If I had to say Shepard or Marshall, I'd take Shepard. Um but yeah, someone we don't have on the list that I kind of want to talk about is uh, Chris Hogan. Okay. He's been sensational, Dale. Like, absolutely awesome. He's been great. 
Um, so, I mean, I, I just don't see it continuing. I mean, no, Amendola has been a little banged up. Cooks came on this game. They had a couple big bombs. I just don't see him still being a top 10 talent throughout the rest of the year. I think he's definitely a sell high. You could probably get some pretty good talent. Like, you could probably trade him one for one. Like, Parker for T- Hogan. I think that's an interesting trade. Yeah. Um, even Landry for Hogan. I just don't see Hogan keeping that going. I think as Cooks picks up the offense, he's going to start taking receptions away from Hogan. Yeah. Uh, I think Cooks will emerge as the def- definitive uh, number one in that offense. If, if he's not already, but Hogan, he's been pretty consistent. He had five targets the first game, six week two and six week three. That's not a lot. Like uh, it makes you a little nervous. <laughs> it's not a lot, but Tom Brady is super efficient and his targets lead to a lot of points. <laughs> okay. We'll do Chris Hogan or let's somewhere he's ranked around Chris Hogan or Larry Fitzgerald. I think I would take, man, I think I would take Larry Fitzgerald. Um, Tyree Kill or Chris Tyree Hogan? Tyree Kill. You don't have to finish that sentence. You, you pick Larry Fitzgerald over Chris Hogan? Yes. Really? Is that crazy? Is that an e bet? I think that's... Rest of the season? I think I'd still rather have Hogan. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald's going to replicate anything near what he did this game. I, I think he's more of what he was the first two games, which was more like, what, 30 yards? Uh, it's, debat- it's debatable. I'd, I'd still take Fitzgerald over Hogan. Is that an e-bet? Yeah, it's an e-bet. Okay, that's an e-bet. Uh, Adams or Chris Hogan? Chris Hogan. Is that another e-bet? I'll take Devontae Adams. Okay, I'll take Chris Hogan. <laughs> well, one more, one more, one more. I like this, I like this. Um, Chris you're, Ho- you're the one that sounded like you were super high on Hogan, and now I'm the one. Uh... <laughs> Devontae Parker or Chris Hogan? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that is a good one, and I I kind of do trust Devonte Parker to to be a little better this year. Um, I think I'm I'll take Parker. I'll take Parker too. Okay. Diggs or Hogan? Diggs. I'm sorry, I didn't even mean to. <laughs> I, I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to uh, hesitate there. I was looking at something else. Right. Diggs, not a question. All right, Let's, we can move on. Sorry, okay. I brought up Hogan. All right. Uh, I think that's very fair, though. I think Hogan's very interesting because he doesn't get a ton of targets, but like I said. With in that offense, with what he gets, super efficient yeah. with what he gets is he can get in the end zone. He's been outperforming Cooks, and Cooks is an RB is a wide receiver one, borderline wide receiver two. Yeah, yeah. RB I, don't think, I don't think Hogan's near that. I think he's more of a flex option. You play based off matchups. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, some buy low guys. One of my favorites, C.J. Anderson. Last week he had thirty six rushing yards. I was actually able to get C.J. Anderson for pretty cheap out of some leagues today, just because. People, for some reason, don't believe in C.J. Anderson. He did stink it up. It not, I mean, it wasn't completely his fault. I mean, that team just kind of fumbled against Buffalo last week. Buffalo, their defense is real. I, I told you this was a true test for the for Trevor Simeon. Yeah. And if he did not do it, I'm not buying into it. And yeah. I just dropped Simeon. Yeah. I'm like, nope. Si- Simeon's still a great streaming option. Yes. He's not start. He's not a must start. We had a guy lose. Because he, he benched Jameis Winston for Simeon. He got cute with it. Simeon's yeah. not the real deal. You stream him against good matchups yep. and not against good defenses. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And same thing goes with Anderson. I disagree. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get you worked up. <laughs> he looked me right in the eye and said, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go punch you in your mouth. All right, so yeah. CJ Anderson. Uh, he split the work 50-50 with, Larry, with Jamal Charles. 
And I don't see that being the case moving forward. I do think Jamal Charles is a top handcuff to own. But I don't see like C.J. Anderson being a 36-yard rushing guy. He's going to probably end up more around the 70 yards while he's healthy. And that's the biggest issue for me is if he's going to stay healthy. So if you have C.J. Anderson, you should handcuff him. But until he's out, he's a top 12 RB for me easily. C.J. Anderson's uh, running back one. If you can get him for anybody such as – I'll, I'll listen. I'll listen. The list of names here. I'll, that close, you I'll close my eyes and I've been looking at your ranking. Go. All right. Uh, Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard. I'll take Jordan Howard. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. <laughs> Go ahead. Next okay. one. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'll just give you. I'll write off yeah, the yeah. list of guys I'd rather have. Okay. I'd rather have C.J. Anderson over Jordan Howard, over Christian McCaffrey, over Joe Mixon, uh, Demarco Murray, Lamar Miller, Marshawn Lynch, Carlos Hyde. I would take him over Carlos Hyde. Ty Montgomery. I would take him over Ty Montgomery. Leonard Fournette. This week, Ty Montgomery is going to do well against the Bears, but over the rest of the season, I do like C.J. Anderson. Leonard Fournette is close. For you, nobody else. I'll take C.J. Anderson over Fournette rest of the season. All right. All right. That sounds good to me. This is not to say Leonard Fournette sucks. I'm not a huge fan, but... He's been good, Dale. He has been, been consistent. Uh, he's been very good on a very um, Alex Smith type team. Safe, I guess. I, well, I don't know. Brick Bortles isn't really safe, but he's been safe this year. But he he's a bell cow, and he's going to get a ton of work. So mm-hmm. that's where his value comes in. I just don't like those guys. All right, I'll, that's an neat bet. Leonard Fournette, C.J. Anderson. That's a neat bet. Oh, we made three this game. This is good. I like it. You're very, uh, I think because it's your birthday, you're feeling. I'm just confident and cocky. (laughs) Uh, That's about the amount of people that I would would take him over. I really like C.J. Anderson this this week. Uh, But you agree that Jamal Charles is a must-own for anyone who owns C.J. Anderson. He's never finished a full season. He's. uh, Let's not pretend Jamal Jamal Charles is uh, Mr. Dependable either. (laughs) I think he's gonna. I think he, with limited work, he is. I think he'll be fine until. Yeah. The, it won't be a fifty-fifty split. Last game. I think was, it's closer to sixty-forty. I think that's realistic because C.J. Anderson, and I think they know C.J. Anderson is not. Cannot sustain that amount of workload, and that's probably why they started cutting it back. What are you looking up, Dale? I'm looking up snap counts. Uh, Ooh, was that forty-nine? Forty-nine? No. Ooh. Where's Anderson here? Anderson. He's getting about 71% of the team snaps compared to Charles is getting about 29. So that's about 70-30 right now. Okay. I expect about that for the rest of the season. All right. All right. Uh, Let's move on to Chris Carson is a buy low. I know he had a touchdown last week, but to... He's still available in a lot of leagues. That's the interesting part, too. He's available, and I think some of the guys who have Carson... Held, you know, got him a little bit early, which is good. So you know that they're really paying attention and know that he only had 34 rushing yards and 18 reception yards. He grabbed a touchdown, which inflated his fantasy value. But if he can get a hold of Chris Carson, especially this week against Indianapolis, yeah, I like him. Uh, this the offensive line still has a ton of issues, so I'm not putting a lot of stock into Chris Carson. But he is valuable, being the workhorse, and he's going to end up being the bell cow. In Seattle. He already is the Bill Collins. Yeah. Right. Right. I, right now, he's not a top 12 talent, but by the end of the season, I could see him working his way into that fold. And he could be the waiver wire pickup of the season because I don't think Kareem Hunt falls under that. I agree. Uh, it's possible. 
for sure. It's possible. I couldn't. I, I'm not going to disagree with you. It's it's early for that, but uh, right now he is. If you picked him up, he's the number one. That offensive line, though, I mean, they're just so bad. The work and Russell Wilson breaks up that line with his mobility. So if Chris Car, the better Chris Carson does, the worse Jimmy Graham will be. Jimmy Graham is not good. He's good. He's good at blocking. He's very good at blocking. Yeah. That's what. That's what they're going to keep right. him doing. People spent a high pick on Jimmy Graham in a lot of leagues. I did. Yeah, and you got to. You got to just. I regret it. You got to. Yeah, you got to just. I'm going with your cut your losses. The rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and just because Jimmy Graham helps him out, and I said this a couple weeks ago too, Jimmy Graham's going to help him out, help that offensive line out as much as possible, yep. which limits his ability to run routes. All right, the last guy I want to talk about is Joe Mixon. I think he's a great buy low. He did okay last week. Um, he's going to continue getting more and more work out of that backfield. Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard are both going to be a distant two, 2A, two 2B, two and Mixon's going to be the one. I don't think it's that far. I think Hill, yes, definitely, but Gio is going to be involved no matter what. Yeah. Hill's falling farther and farther behind. I agree with that, but Gio is still flex-worthy if you're desperate. Hill's useless. Yes. Yeah, that's what it seems like right now. I am getting all the Mixon shares I can. It's tough because the people who have Mixon in all my leagues got him early. and they They're losing games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But they're not going to give him up for cheap. So uh, I sent in a bunch of trades from, like, Lamar Miller for Joe Mixon. Did you get declined for that? Because I'd accept that in a heartbeat if I was Lamar Miller owner or Mixon owner. Yeah, we'll see. I, I have faith that Mixon, Mixon cannot be any worse than what Lamar Miller has been. Yeah, I'd say about they're about equal the rest of the way. You still, don't think you don't think Mixon get any better than 40, 50, 60 yards a game? I think he can. He will. That offense is better than Houston offense. I don't agree. Okay. I think the ceiling's a lot higher for for Houston. Okay. Just that we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, Deshaun Watt. He he takes that deep, that offense to a new level. They yeah. kept up with New England. Yeah. Uh, everybody's keeping up with New England. By the way, New England. They, like I said, I said, I'll, I'll do it right now. What? I said I said New England is not the same team as they were last. They're year. the same team. They're the same offense. Not the same defense. <laughs> the defense blows. Yep. And their their mission this year is just to outscore the offenses that they're playing. That's not sustainable because Kansas City outscored them and they lost. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and almost Houston kept up with them, so it tells yeah. you something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, New England used to have be a good streamer defense. Not anymore. No. No. All right. Uh, by the way, Mixon did lead the snaps in Cincinnati among running backs. Actually doubled Hill and Geo combined snaps. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. And Geo did a lot with his little bit of uh, snaps. Yeah, he did. And I, I think he's a good pass catcher, and he's going to continue being a value there. Last guy, by low, and this is going to be kind of weird. Me and Armando talked about this before we got on the podcast, but uh, Christian McCaffrey, he did very well. We both think that he can replicate these stats into somebody who may think that this is high on McCaffrey. Maybe you can steal him. Uh, last week, McCaffrey had 101 reception yards on nine uh, nine receptions on 11 targets. It's a lot after Olsen yeah, went out. It is. It's a lot of work for a running back. And now with Kelvin Benjamin out, that, t- that offense is going to get a little more safe. It's going to be a lot more McCaffrey. I can see that going out through the entire season easily. I think it's very possible for McCaffrey – to rack up 10, 10 targets a game. Do, do, I mean, he could do with him whatever. I mean, the, the, 
opportunities there for the 10 targets a game and a few rushing yards to go along with it. I think Jonathan Stewart right now is still the the guy to rush the ball, but yeah, but McCaffrey's like in the PPR league, he's top. I feel like he's top ten for me in the PPR league. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just a lot of receptions for a, for a running back and a lot of yards. It is. I like McCaffrey a lot. So is he a buy low? I don't know. That I guess that's up for our listeners to decide. But uh, I think I think this is about where he is. Um, who would you rather have the rest of the way, Mixon or McCaffrey? McCaffrey. Okay. Montgomery or McCaffrey? Montgomery. Just because of the offense, Cam Newton, I think he's going to continue to struggle. Yeah, but we, that's we why talk, we This think... might be another podcast, maybe tomorrow or something. I'll talk about it with Brito. Cam Newton is kind of just not a, playable. Just a podcast about Cam Newton. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I mean, you know, the subject is we don't have time for it today. But Cam Newton is kind of droppable. Maybe not droppable, In but the keeper league, not he's startable. not droppable. He's not startable anymore. He's def- If he could not score against New Orleans, he's not startable. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's, he's done. That's scary. Um, yeah, I would say McCaffrey over Ty Montgomery. Okay. That's fair. I think they're about the same player, but McCaffrey's a way better cast pass catcher, it feels like. Don't forget that uh I'm sorry. What are you about don't forget about what? Player line. No, Ty um no. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Montgomery, what I was looking for is a stat. He leads all running backs with the snap count eighty nine percent. And that's not sustainable. I think for him it is. I don't think it is. Why not? I don't know. He's a pass catcher. He can. He's running the ball okay, effectively. He knows the offense. He's, I think it's fine. They, really, Jamal Williams is he's nothing. Non-existent. <laughs> he's, he's nothing. That's why I feel like eventually, like that's what they do with their backs. They start moving the younger guys in as the season progresses. Eighty-nine percent is a shitload. Yep. Yep. All right. Um. So those are our buy low guys. Some guys that are like in the maybe bag. Should we talk about Duke Johnson here? You know how I feel about Duke Johnson. You hate Duke Johnson. I told you guys before, he's only had three touchdowns. Last week he had his fourth touchdown of his career. <laughs> um, so congratulations to Duke Johnson. Everyone should tweet at him. Good job, Duke Johnson, your touchdown. Um, it won't happen again this year. He's not due again. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't think we need to talk about Duke Johnson. I, well, hold on. I do want to talk about Duke, uh, Duke Johnson <laughs> really quick because we had uh, our, a listener in our um, – on our last Friday free bonus show, super fun bonus show, uh, we had, I think his name was Michael. I'm not going to – no, his name definitely wasn't Michael because he had Maybe Steven. A, it was probably Steven. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I know this is really bad. John. He, nope, guess again. Jared. No, definitely uh, not Jared. Oh, Tyler. This is just taking up airspace. I'm sorry, guys. I really want to give this guy credit. Or credit's due because we called him crazy for ranking Duke Johnson in the top 14. And I think it is a little crazy, but – he was definitely smarter than we were last week. Yeah. Because I had Duke Johnson ranked in, what, 29? Brito had him 30. David V. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of searching just to get his Tell name. him how you found him. Huh? Tell him how you found his name. Because you were looking for Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he has a little <laughs> picture of Michael Jordan. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, David V. Uh, he called in and said, hey, I think Duke Johnson's going to be, I think he called him a top 15. And we said, that's crazy. No, I said it was bold. I didn't say it was crazy. I said it I was I called bold. him crazy. Yeah, you called him bold. And uh, Duke Johnson scored, so good for him, David V. Good job, David. Yeah. You deserve your own podcast. <laughs> uh, when Armando retires, David, you are in. He's an alternate. He's an alternate? Okay. <laughs> He's going to hold us to that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, anyways, let's, uh, 
What else? What were we talking about here? Um, okay, okay. So Duke Johnson, yes. Is he a buy low? Is he sell high? He's a sell high for me. He did well against a terrible defense. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get that matchup again. Um, I know this might just be a cop-out answer, but definitely a flex play on good matchup. Yeah. Not droppable. He's he's up there on my bench players. He's probably a captain of my bench. That's the thing. Do you really want to just have a guy on your bench that's just a bench? There's no upside to him, really, besides the right matchup at the right time at the right place. Yeah. I don't yeah, want that. I want good. someone who can really progress and grow on my bench. Yeah, but no, but you need somebody to fill in on a bye week. Well, yeah. Duke you, Johnson could do it. If it, if the matchups are right, Duke Johnson's just fine. He's right. a flex. Well, when bye weeks are over, he's the first guy you cut. <laughs> okay, maybe. Maybe. All right. Uh, Frank Gore, he scored in the last two games. Either Frank Gore is going to get you four points or he's going to get you ten. Either he's going to yep. get 40 yards or 40 yards and a touchdown. That's about it. Yeah. Unless he breaks out for a good 10-yard scramble, maybe he'll get you 60 yards. <laughs> Granted that he scored last game. I'm selling him if I can. It doesn't matter the defense. I don't care who he's playing. He's going to get you 40 yards. Yeah. And he still has, the chances are still going to be the same for a touchdown. For Frank Gore. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, he's going to do this every other game, and he's going to end up as a top 24 running back. Right now he's 19, so <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Yeah, he's going to end up being a top 24, and that's so, fine. So why we bring him up? Is he a buy low or sell high? I don't know. You he's tell me. right in the middle. Yeah. I think if you own him, you hold on to him because he is what he is, and you start him when you need to. Yeah. I, th- I think he's atop my bench. Okay. Fair enough. Him, Duke Johnson, maybe their best buds sitting on the bench together. I believe it. They're both from Miami. They're looking at their surface pads. Exactly. Discussing last yeah, play. Yeah. Watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we looked at each other. <laughs> Thinking the same thing. Okay. Uh, next guy is Jordan Matthews. Why'd you write him on down, Dale? Yeah. Well, uh, he had three targets each of the first two games. He had five targets last game. I think his rapport with Tyrod Taylor is going to get a little bit better. This is obviously a run-heavy team, run-first, run-heavy team, whatever you want to call it. Jordan Matthews has an awesome schedule coming up. Uh, he has a bye, His bye week is early, and then he has an amazing schedule after that. Phenomenal. I think it's one of the best wide receiver schedules coming up by far. Tyrod Taylor is good for 200 yards and a touchdown or two. Jordan Matthews can get a pretty big share of this. I'd say at least a third of that, and maybe that one touchdown he throws. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think Jordan Matthews, if he's unowned in your league. Which he is, he's... Available in thirty, he's only owning thirty one percent of leagues. Yeah, if he's available, you need to own him. If you if you have any needs in depth at wide receiver, Jordan Matthews is a good stash. Correct. All right, cool. Um, is that enough for an episode? Yeah, it is. Okay, great. <laughs> sure. <laughs> three. Oh well, I'll cut all this out. Three, two, one. All right, Armando. That sums it up for the targets. Uh, I'm sorry. That sums it up for the buy, sell high, sell low, whatever you want to call this episode some news i hope you guys enjoyed it again uh we apologize to everybody waiting for episodes monday tuesday but like i said we are back and this episode probably blew you away so uh you're welcome armando is there anything you want to add before we get off there no you can follow me at thunder on all formats that includes venmo and cash <laughs> so if you want to send our, don't send armando money please um, it will get you nowhere steven owes me 25 dollars Mike H., our former writer, owes me $25. Um, Brito owes me $25. All can be reached at Venmo or Cash at Thundercrest. Okay, those are our three listeners, so that's good. <laughs> you got them. Um, all right, guys, for Armando, my name is Dale. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, Friday free show. Friday, I'm not calling it Friday free. Uh, Friday, fun Friday. <laughs> Friday free show? <laughs> Friday, fun, fun day Friday is coming up, so keep an eye out on easilyfantasy.com. Thanks. French, French Friday. 
French fry day. French fry. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Woo. Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.